Hello and welcome to The Hub, powered by Manpower Richmond, and I am your host, Michael Allen. And here on The Hub, we interview local business leaders, community partners, and various special guests. Uh, We share unique and untold stories of companies, organizations, and people who are making a difference in our community. Manpower Richmond, the sponsor of The Hub, is a national brand, yet we're a locally owned franchise. And we're familiar with the challenges businesses face. It's tough recruiting and retaining qualified employees. Our entire focus is on talent acquisition. So let us help you manage your hiring and training, provide some ongoing customized support. Since 1966, we've been an invested community partner, uniquely positioned to help companies win. So let us help. Contact Manpower today. Learn more information, you can go to mprichmond.com. That's mprichmond.com. Good morning. I've got Jason Fleming with me today and uh, our guest, and he is head of human resources for Liberation Labs. And Liberation Labs is a new company building a facility in Richmond, Indiana. So uh, welcome to the hub, Jason. Thank you for having me. Hey, we want to hear... a lot about Liberation Labs, but before we go there, uh, please tell me a little bit about yourself. Happy to do that. So I'm I'm uh, head of HR for Liberation Labs. I've been in the HR space for about 15 years. I live in Toronto, uh, Ontario, Canada, mm-hmm. and uh, born in a place called Panatanguachine, Ontario, which you probably haven't heard of. And uh, yeah, I've been in biotech now for four years or so uh, with a couple of startups and uh, really happy to be here. Spend a lot of time in Richmond these days and Great. it's a beautiful place. Well, I'm, I'm really uh, excited about having this conversation with you today. And uh, I joked about it earlier, you know, thank you for flying in from Canada just to do the hub. Of course. I know that's not the only thing you're doing, but so uh, part of uh, the tradition I've started on the hub is uh, I like to ask, what was your first job? Your very first job that, that you had? Yeah, my first paid job was uh, I worked at a marina and uh, in Penetanguishene and basically did maintenance around the property and uh, pumped fuel and diesel into large, large yachts and uh, pumped out their septic tanks. Uh, that was, that was the so how first old, time. So how old were you? He was 14. About 14? Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of, it was, was it... Uh, like a port or off of a, a lake, or is it more like the yeah. ocean? I'm not just don't know the geography of the area. That, that yeah, it was, it was a lake. So Georgian Bay is a very kind of scenic, beautiful part of uh, of the province of Ontario in Canada, and so very uh, a lot a lot of tourists. And um, it was one of the larger marinas in the area. So, uh, how much were you making an hour back then? Do you remember? I think it was. I think it was under. I think it was maybe under $7. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, I think that's pretty good. Cause I, my first job was like two thirty five an hour. <laughs> so, but uh, no, that is awesome. Uh, thanks for sharing that. So, so you're the head of human resources and uh, you're also a certified human resources executive. That's what it says on your, um, on your tagline, on your right. emails. And, yeah. So what, what drew you into HR? I mean, well, have you always been in HR or was that a career path you set out initially? I, you, know, you know, it's funny. I, I had a, I had an intense experience uh, when I first graduated from university working in a large financial institution. It was right in the recession, you know, 08, 09. 
uh, and employment was you know, scarce and it was, you know, a lot of layoffs. And um, I, I, would, I didn't get laid off, but I saw the really kind of intense environment and uh, really stressed out group of people and thought, you know, there's a better way to do this. There's definitely mm-hmm. opportunities to, you know, I think, improve the way some things are being done in human resources and create better environments, better cultures. And so it was actually that, that kind of negative experience that got me looking into HR. And uh, there was a, a college that offered a postgraduate course about, you know, five minute drive from actually where I was working. And so I actually went in and I talked to the dean of the program and I, I applied and haven't looked back since. Great, great. So is this your first HR experience? Uh, I mean, where did you kind of cut your teeth in HR? So I, I did uh, I did a IT executive recruiting. So that was my first real kind of job where I was working in the field. So I did that for about two years. And I left to, uh, to work at a large transportation company. So the largest petroleum and chemical transporter in Canada – uh, I joined there to lead their recruitment and then worked my way up to the director of HR mm-hmm. uh, for you know, six years or so. Uh, and then from there, uh, kind of kept moving into CPG and then and then eventually biotech. So uh, it's been kind of transport, CPG, biotech over the last 15 and uh, sit on a couple of boards to a board of a tech company and a board of a, of a utility company in, in Canada. So when did your relationship start with uh, Liberation Labs? When did that start? So my, my relationship with our founders started before Liberation Labs existed. We, we worked together at a previous biotech startup and um, they called me. It was on, I was trying to have a vacation and, and our chief business officer called me and talked me through this really great idea and sort of convinced me to, to jump in. And so it was uh, probably, it was over a year ago. I mean, shortly after they founded the business, uh, I started supporting as a kind of consultant, doing some some basic HR prep. Uh, and then once we, we really started to get some momentum, I, I joined full-time. So an article I recently uh, read said that Liberation Labs selects, selected Indiana uh, for its first biomanufacturing facility. And another uh, term I've used is precision fermentation manufacturing facility. So what is the product you'll be making in Richmond? I think that's, a, that's, I've tried to understand it, but I don't know if I'm totally there yet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a new technology. It's very innovative and you know, you're certainly not alone. Um, in 10 years, this will be you know massive sector. Every state will have probably some, some type of a, of a company operating out of it. But when you hear precision fermentation, so basically the shortest way to explain it is we will be, uh, we're a manufacturing company, specifically biomanufacturing that will lose, use a large scale fermentation process to produce high quality ingredients. Those ingredients will be sold to other organizations. They will incorporate them into their products and then they will sell to consumers so we're an ingredient manufacturer that will sell to other corps. So it'll be business to business. Um, and then those ingredients will range uh, depending on customer needs, but um, you know, most commonly likely would be protein, protein powders. Um, but there's a number of other products that could use our ingredients like high performance fabrics, uh, biopesticides. So the, the ingredients themselves can be used in a number of different industries. Do you, already kind of have um, 
a company lined up that you, that you plan to provide your product to, or, I mean, it's just, you got to get it running and then it, you put it out there in the market and, and people are going to probably come and. So we're, yeah, I think we have, we have, uh, some, some plans. I don't think we can go too much into detail there, but we sure, definitely no, have, um, a fair amount of interest and, uh, some, I think some groups that I think we, we've, uh, we've entered into some pretty, uh, advanced discussions with, but the thing about being a contract manufacturer is that you will, you'll have, you know, customers, you, you may have multiple customers at a time, or, you know, you can certainly, um, run projects for, for different customers over the years as well. Uh, Mark Werner, the co-founder, um, and he's the CEO of Liberation Correct. Labs. Um, another, uh, article I read, it says the three things, uh, biomanufacturing facility like ours needs are sugar power and people and Richmond has them all. So tell me about that statement and, and how that played a role in uh, Richmond benefiting from your selection of our community. Yeah. So what were the three things that he said? Cause he, sometimes they change. Yeah. <laughs> it is sugar yeah. power people. and people. Yeah. So I'd add a fourth, which would be proximity to transportation as well. Okay. So the rail, rail line and uh, interstate. Um, yeah, there, there's, those are really the, the three or four ingredients you need to identify, uh, I think a site or a, a location to build a site like ours. And I know Mark and Aitan, um, Mark knows more about this type of work than I think anyone potentially in the world, but uh, he, he, I think undertook a fairly extensive process to select a site. Um, some locations in the U S some out, outside, some, some uh, globally and uh, Richmond emerged as a very clear uh, top choice for us. So I think definitely those, those four components are here. Uh, I think in addition to that, I mean, the state is very, very um, easy to do business in, you know, very pro-business. And then the community as well has been, uh, I think, incredibly supportive of, of what we're doing. So those elements, I think, really also have, have helped kind of reinforce this as being the right, the right choice for sure. And I, I, I think I'm correct. In, when they talk about sugar, they're talking about, you know, processing corn. Corn, yeah. So, yeah. Feeds to, so we need to feed the organisms that we're using in, in fermentation, and generally that would come from corn. Right. And there's, I think, facilities that would support this area that in the region, like maybe out of Cincinnati, Dayton, Indianapolis. Yeah. So yeah. so that's that's been always been a real uh, selling point for Richmond is our close proximity to other larger areas and kind of a crossroads between those different regions. And so that's always been something I think that's been promoted by an economic development or, you know, when we're trying to attract companies uh, to our area and then interstate 70, you know, just runs right through here. And, and you're also, you're commenting about rail. Uh, so you've already started connecting in the community. So tell me about some of your local partnerships, maybe some of the, partnership agreements that you might already have in place. We kind of talked about this at one other conversation that we had about talking about this maybe. Yeah, we we've, so, so far the Wayne County chamber of commerce, uh, the EDC has been incredible, um, really incredible partners. We've um, we've also selected uh, AMG out of Dayton as our engineering firm. Mm -hmm. They've been great and uh, have started some 
some exploratory conversations with uh, some post-secondary institutions as well uh, on some pra- on training partnerships. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we've had some great chats with Ivy, um, Eastern Indiana U. So, you know, great, great groups here that I think are very uh, agile, very, very adaptable to work with business. Um, of course, manpower has been good. And um, we've, uh, I think we've now hired our first and I think hopefully soon our second Richmond-based employee. So we've definitely started to build out that footprint. And uh, I think you know, those partnerships are, have been very important uh, to, to learn about the community and kind of learn how to really be a successful employer. Um, and uh, very, uh, you know, people have been very open and uh, happy to share best practices and information that have been very helpful and probably saved us a lot of uh, pain and trial and error. Have you been kind of one of the primary point persons for Liberation Labs and some of these, you know, partnerships or, I mean, who else is kind of working with you to do that? Yeah. Depending on the nature of the partnership, um, employment and training related, it's, it's, you know, primarily myself um, our head of manufacturing, Brian Foster, has been great as well. He's got a lot of good experience with the partnerships with with colleges. Um, anything else generally would run through either Mark or um, a gentleman named Mark Johnson, who is our uh, external affairs lead. And so sort of we divide and conquer uh, depending on the nature of the partnership. Another conversation that we had uh, prior to today was – um, you spoke about your the organizational structure you plan to build uh, here at this facility. Uh, can you share that with, with us? Sure. Yeah, I mean, so we're going to be creating 45 jobs, 45 to 50, and they will, there's a wide range of roles. So we'll have, you know, uh, about half of those will be tied to manufacturing. Okay. Manufacturing technicians, uh, shift supervisors, We'll need a number of engineers, folks, you know, that are also in maintenance and, and you know, reliability. Uh, and then we'll need your traditional corporate resources, you know, safety, HR, finance, things like that. So it'll be a wide range. A lot of these roles we've designed uh, to be um, not requiring post-secondary. So especially on some of the, you know, some of the manufacturing roles, I think we, you know, definitely have created, I think, good paying jobs or will be creating good paying jobs that will be, uh, I think, very suited for a lot of the, the skills and competencies in the area and other manufacturing areas. It, you know, your f- facility is going to be very unique. And so you may not have people, you're not going to have people from the industry. So is, is a big part of it, you training up these individuals to understand your pro, you know, your process, your product is—is is that a big part of it? I hope I'm explaining. Yeah, no, it, it, well. it definitely is. I mean, it's not a biotech hub. Like the area is not a biotech hub. There's a lot of transferable skills that you know, strong project engineers, you know, can, can be uh, brought up to speed on some of the fundamentals of biotech. Uh, certainly, um, when it comes to some of the more hands-on roles. That's why we're really pursuing these partnerships with post-secondary education so that we can, you know, create uh, repeatable training programs where we can hire a person who's maybe never worked in biotech or heard of biotech, you know, give them some, some classroom and some uh, hands-on training and equip them with the, the skills they'll need to be able to come into the facility and, and, and produce for us. 
So do you think that's primarily going to be a relationship that you have with Ivy Tech? Do you, do you think that's or? I, th I think, you know, there, there's certainly a possibility that we could work with more than one, um, okay. one group. So I think Ivy Tech is, you know, great. Um, you know, we, and we've had some discussions with others as well that I think everyone can, can fill in some of the needs. Uh, but I think Ivy Tech so far, uh, you know, we've definitely explored um, a, a partnership with them and it's something that they've done with other groups as well. Mm -hmm. So they, they, I think would be a great option. Yeah. We are re really fortunate to have a, you know, great programs here locally with Ivy Tech and IU East and then also having Earlham College in our community. Earlham's another one. Great, great group. Yeah. Yeah. That we're, we're really uh, fortunate to have all those institutions in our community. So what kind of timeline are we talking about as far as these, I, you said, you know, you're, have a couple employees now, but I mean, we're just, where are things stand with construction and, you know, cause you, you can't hire a lot of people if you don't have a facility. I mean, so kind of where's everything lining up right now? Yeah. So we've, we've got about 15 employees now. Okay. Uh, the majority are corporate resources that are remote we come into Richmond and other, other locations uh, as needed. We've, I think likely to have, you know, two or three folks based locally. Um, and we'll, We'll be hiring the talent that is needed early. We'll, we'll continue to hire that. Um, but the big push will be in 2024, assuming the construction timeline holds, right. uh, which I think the expectation is to be, you know, finish construction Q4 of 24 uh, and then start yeah. operating shortly after that. But assuming that, that we stick to that, Q3 and sorry, Q2 and Q3 of 2024, I think will be where we really start to, um, you know, start to push large scale recruiting efforts. Okay. Uh, especially when we factor in the need to bring people in and, and provide extensive training before they're able to, to operate in the facility. So yeah, it's a Q2, Q3 is when I think locally there'll be a, a significant recruiting efforts underway. Cause I think, I think people will be really excited, you know, kind of, Hey, I want to get a job there. And, and but there's, there's a, there's going to be a time where, I mean, you, you want to encourage the enthusiasm at the same time, you, you may not be ready, you know, so, you know, how will that be communicated to the public when, when it's the right time to reach out to, to Liberation Labs for these opportunities? Yeah. And, and look, we've, we've had a lot of interest already, which has been really cool because to, you know, really really uh, impressive candidates have proactively reached out. Uh, I'd say we're always excited to have those conversations and we are very transparent about our timeline that we're, you know, we've got to build the thing before we start hiring. But, mm -hmm. and actually we poured concrete yesterday. Our, okay. uh, our, uh, one of our engineers, Mike with who's based locally here, I think he got up at maybe it was two thirty AM uh, to be there to, to oversee the, uh, the, the pouring of concrete. So, um, it's exciting. That's a big step, obviously. But uh, I would say, you know, the, the messaging is we're very, um, we will post almost every role on our Bamboo HR site, which is sort of a, a recruiting tool that we use. Okay. And it's where everyone can apply. And then we collaborate internally on the different jobs with the different hiring managers. So every job that we create will be posted on our Bamboo site. So if people, you know, monitor that, they'll be able to be current. So where, do, so do they go to, so share exactly how that, how they get to that. So site. there'll be, it's a URL. They'll just basically, they can create a, you know, bookmark and uh, 
it'll be our company's profile with a list of all of the vacancies on it. Um, okay. But I can send it to you after, and hopefully we can we can share it. But that will be a list of all all active roles. We also post on LinkedIn, um, and I think we intend on likely hosting some information sessions when we we plan on uh, you know kind of ramping up that large scale recruiting effort. Uh, we'll we'll likely have some information sessions locally so that okay. people can meet our group and we can tell them more about uh, about the company. Um, and we'll we'll be very communicative at that point and make sure that anyone who's interested knows kind of when and where so that we can start to meet folks in person. Great. Awesome. Uh, so you've been uh, here on the scene early. Uh, so w- what's the things look like for you personally? I mean, in terms of your um, involvement here, you know, next year, maybe 2025. And I think we, we, we spoke in... You're not necessarily going to be stationed here, but I think you plan to be here quite a bit. Absolutely. How's that, how's that going to look for you personally? Yeah, this is, uh, Mark actually said something the other day. He said, if anyone has any really fun vacations that they plan on taking, you take those now because (laughs) when we're going to be close to, when we're finishing construction and throughout the startup, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be in Richmond a lot. And I personally love it here. It's, it's, it reminds me of the town I grew up in. It's similar size. Uh, and, uh, but I'll be here probably every six to eight weeks, at least, if not more frequently, you know, while we're in construction for, for meetings and to, to build sure. these partnerships when we are close to launch. Yeah. I'd say probably Q3, Q4 of next year, I would imagine I'd be here every other week. Uh, and then um, we'll eventually hire some folks locally in HR and safety to kind of make sure there's a always a presence here. But I'll, I'll be here very frequently, uh, half you know, second half of 24 and 25 and beyond. I'm sure. Great, great. So you know, we've, we've touched a lot of different things. I, is there anything that that you want to share about uh, Liberation Labs that I've maybe forgot to ask you, or something that's come in your mind since we've been sitting here? Uh, I'd say, you know, first thing I would say is to, uh, you know, just say that we are very appreciative of, you know, first of all, manpower. You guys have been great. And even before we were working together, you know, a lot of time and advice, which was very helpful. Um, the community in general has been so welcoming. It was uh, very, very pleasant to start doing business here because of how, you know, uh, how excited people were and just really people going out of their way to to help ensure that we were getting pointed in the right direction. So really appreciate that. Um, we're very excited. I think we, we have a, a really strong culture. We all collectively, our, our leadership team now, has made it a priority to build a workplace that is, is very, very uh, productive, but very enjoyable. And so when we, we go to market, we're excited to you know, show, show what we're all about, um, bring people in uh, to this you know, kind of small but mighty company we're building, and I think uh, create really great jobs that ultimately will I think uh, help people advance their career and, and open up new doors in the biotech space. So we're, we're thrilled. And uh, I'm personally really excited to start, you know, having those sessions in the community, you know, meet with people, tell them what we're all about and, uh, and then start, you know, hiring more folks in the community. Well, you do a great job of uh, communicating uh, what's going on with your company and, and uh, you know, just talking to you, it gets, you get really encouraged about, you know, what you're going to bring to the community and, uh, I'm glad to hear, you know, the, the positive things you said about the help that you've received. I, I think, uh, sometimes we take for granted, uh, all the different organizations and people that, that help out in the community and to try to bring, 
uh, attract companies like Liberation Labs. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, that you've had a great experience in our community that way. And so it'd be kind of fun, you know, maybe like a year from now to, to sit down again and kind of see how things, you know, progressed over a 12 month period and, and hear more about how, you know, this story has uh, will unfold and, and we just look for great things uh, from, from your company and so glad to, that you're a part of it. So I guess uh, thank you for coming today and Thanks for uh, having it's me. been a great conversation and uh, best of luck moving forward. Appreciate so, it. Great. Thanks a lot. Thank you.